0: Back here on this Saturday morning, Sports Medicine Weekly. Our producer, Shane Reardon. Our coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. I'm Steve Cashel, your Chicago Bulls radio host with... This week, Dr. Greg Nicholson subbing in for Dr. Brian Cole. Dr. Greg, also one of the shoulder elbow experts from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, sports medicine specialist, one of the team physicians for the Chicago Bulls and the Chicago White Sox. I know, Dr. Greg, you told me you work mostly with the Sox. You all see the Bulls, though, don't you?
1: That is correct. Uh, with Brian Cole and a, a group of internal medicine doctors and about four of the orthopedic surgeons for Midwest Orthopedics uh, at Rush, we helped Brian uh Take care of the Bulls.
0: Yeah, and I think that's great because, you know, I think many, many years ago they might have had one team doctor from a solo practice, right? But you guys have all these specialists. So if the Bulls have a guy who needs a finger uh, taken care of or an ankle taken care of, you've got specialists, right? A
1: whole team of docs? It really helps you as, a, as the team doctor when uh, if you've got a hand injury, a foot injury, and as uh, Gar is probably going to tell us, you know, in the NBA, uh, if you're, if your feet aren't good – you're, you're in trouble. And so we can call upon those specialists back uh, pain management, uh, foot, ankle, hip, knee, elbow. Uh, it's a real feeling of confidence as, as, a, as a physician. If there's somebody gets tweaked that night, I can get on my cell phone and immediately say, hey, we, this is what we've got. What's our next step? And talk to a specialist, Absolutely. right, even
0: though you're one of the specialists, right, With uh, but you deal basically with the shoulders and elbows.
1: Well, I think the big thing there is, uh, and we'll talk about this with Gar in a little bit, is communication. Everybody on the team needs to know what's going on. Uh, now, that's going to stay within the team, but, you know, that, that medical team, that training team in the front office and, of course, the player. Uh, but that's the communication is the key.
0: Well, let's get it from the NBA general manager's point of view. With us is Gar Foreman, the Bulls general manager, 2011 NBA executive of the year. Gar joined the Bulls back as a scout in 1998 and uh, has uh, grown to the uh, general manager role since 2009. And Gar, thanks so much for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. How are you?
2: I'm good. How you
0: guys doing? Excellent. So, uh, Dr. Nicholson touched on a little bit. I want to first talk about that, Gar. The communication. I mean, let's say you're at home. You know, you didn't go on the road trip this time, and or you're out scouting, and you might have heard of you know one of your guys getting injured in a game. What's the communication like? Take us through kind of behind the scenes of it. Starts with obviously your trainer. Uh, Jeff Tanaka might go to Chip Schaefer then, your sports and strength and sports medicine guy within the mm-hmm. Bulls, and then it goes team doctors, right, and to the general manager and the whole thing?
2: It, it, it really, like anything, you know, communication is the key. And, um, you know, I, I think Doc just hit on it at the beginning. It's it's really become a team, you know, like, like you have, you know, the Bulls have their basketball team, our, our, our entire medical team, uh, are communicating nonstop and working together, and everything's very collaborative. Um, and and you just mentioned all the parties that are involved, but you have you've got players involved, agents involved. Uh, we want to obviously they want to be uh, informed and know what's going on, but also from front office to our athletic performance staff, with Chip Schaefer heads up, Jeff Tanaka our head trainer, uh, Brian Cole who kind of heads the medical staff, but there are so many people involved. And you talked about, you know, a lot of specialists that are involved. Um, It really has become a team where everybody is working together to make sure our guys, our our, our players are getting the, the very best care that they can.
0: And Gar, I'm sure that's changed. Take me back to when you started, uh, or even back when you were a, um, uh, a college scout and then mm-hmm. an NBA scout. Um, maybe they worked with just a, a single, you know, doctor's office and now you've got a whole team of doctors. That's kind of what you're seeing in the NBA now.
2: That's that's the biggest thing that has changed. And, um, you know, it, it in, in the the medical staff now is so involved at so many different levels. And obviously, you know, number one is our, is our players care. Um, But they're also involved with evaluating players for the draft, evaluating draft prospects, Um, so many different levels that, that they are involved in. And because they're so involved, they're, they're around quite a bit. And, you know, it goes back to what you said, Cash, at the very beginning. So there's, you know, there is a high level of communication. I mean, they're at games, they're at practices often, um, and and everybody's working together. So, to me, that's the biggest. In the 20 years that I've been in the NBA, the staffs have become so big. And um, like Doc was mentioning at the very beginning, there are now specialists for for so many different areas. But somebody's got to coordinate all of that. And that's where we get real comfort, you know, with Brian Cole heading up our, our medical staff and, and Chip Schaefer, athletic performance staff, uh, Jeff Tanaka, our head trainer, how they all work together and are always communicating. And, 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 you know, the hard thing, Cash, and this is, you know, like myself and John Paxson, and, and obviously we're very involved, ownership. Uh, Is involved as far as knowing what's going on with our players and the type of care they're getting, or if there's an injury, how we're we're going about rehabbing and getting them back on the floor. Um, But the hardest thing, like in, in my position as general manager, you know, my entire background is in basketball, evaluating players, how to, you know, how to build teams, those type of things, and and that's why it's so important. To have high-quality people in the medical field that you do trust and you communicate with on a, on a consistent basis, because um, that's certainly not mine or John's area specialty, and we, we've got to rely on this on the medical staff and the training staff. and and know that, you know, and and we feel our staff is as good as there is in the NBA. And the the other big difference, I think, in the 20 years I've been here, even within our own athletic performance staff at the Advocate Center, you know, you used to have a trainer and you had a strength coach. And they were, in some ways, they became territorial in, in regards to what they were doing. And now it's all come under a big umbrella in coordination with the medical staff to make sure everybody is, is, you know, headed is again that word communication, and everybody is, is working in concert to make sure that things go smoothly.
1: Well, Gar, you know, uh, you hit it. Information is power, right? And in today's world, uh, for you guys, maybe it's a blessing and a curse. I can get a hold of you really quick if uh, that night on the game, but you know, in the Twitter, in the Twitter world. You mentioned it. We have to have the right information within the medical staff and for the player in the front office. But uh, in in now in the last you know five or six years, uh, Twitter that information hits hits the Twitter the Twitter sphere, I guess, before you and I even get a chance to talk. So our information has to be rock solid, right?
2: Right. And and um, I, I guess that's you know because now you know you have people out there. They see somebody twist an ankle and right away, you know, there, there's so many different degrees of what an injury can be and how we're handling it internally. And, and I guess when you're talking about people want to speculate, you know, how long a player will be out or what the rehab process will be. And then obviously nobody really knows except within our circle. And, and we want to make sure we're always err on the side of caution as far as bringing players back and make sure, players, uh, A, are healthy, and B, have gotten a lot of time on the floor, the practice floor, before we put them back out on the court.
0: We're visiting with Gar Foreman. General Manager of the Chicago Bulls. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Greg Nicholson sitting in this week for Dr. Brian Cole. Our show is Sports Medicine Weekly, heard each Saturday morning here on 670 The Score. And, Gar, um, tell us the difference in fitness and strength levels of a professional athlete pre and post the NBA com- Combine and how that's changed over the years. Because uh, even if you see a guy that uh, maybe, you know, uh, hasn't worked hard on the weights um, before the draft, uh, you guys uh, have a system in place to, uh, to get him there, right?
2: Yeah, and I, I think the biggest thing is, you know, when we get a player, we're taking, you know, really a, a, a big-picture view. So in college, a lot of these guys, you know, may only – they go from high school, they, they go to a university, and a lot of them are only there sometimes, you know, for a year, sometimes for two years. So I think the type of training they're getting may be different where it's more a, a short-term window that they're looking at – We're looking at, you know, when we invest in a player that's coming in as a rookie, um, that we're hopefully going to have that player long-term, five years, ten years, maybe longer. And so we take a bigger picture view as far as how we go about training them, how we go about adding strength um, and and making sure – that we're not rushing things, that that things are going in a progression where they're going to maximize, A, what type of athlete they are, and B, their health long-term.
0: And one case in point, Dr. Nicholson, everyone's been talking um, about Larry Markkinen, you know, one of the uh, up for rookie of the year last year and just had a Fantastic season has solidified himself as a, as a starter for the Bulls now, and then people say, "Oh, I saw it on Snapchat or Instagram." The way he's pumped up since the end of the season. Have you seen any of those pictures?
1: I, I have seen him. I remember the first game I covered last year was uh, was one of the first games of the season, and I was very impressed. He's a young man, what twenty, twenty one? Uh, tremendous upper body. It's even bigger now. But what it really impressed me and Gar, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. I mean his feet his ability to move laterally. And I think as a, as a young kid in Finland, he played soccer, Mm -hmm. uh, Akeem Olajuwon, Nigeria, Mm -hmm. young kid played soccer. Akeem was a goalie. Wow. And you see those guys on the floor. There's a different way they move. You know, if you look at Lowry, he almost glides, you know, but with that upper body, you don't want to lose that quickness. And that's what Gar is saying. You know, we're treating the whole person. You don't want to take away that skill set. but you know, uh, 82 games, and if you're down close at the United Center, that is a vicious non-contact sport. I mean, there's a lot of rock and roll going on down underneath the basket. So uh, Lowry uh, clearly has the body to support that. Uh, But, I Gar, I was very impressed, and I don't know if that's one of the things that you guys saw. His his ability to move and glide and his quickness uh, is just kind of off the charts there, isn't it?
2: mobile for his size, and and I think you hit it on the head, it's almost like at times he glides, but uh, excellent foot speed, you know, he's reactive, he's got good explosiveness, and and the other thing you hit on, Doc, is that, you know, uh, in putting on this weight, we want to make sure that his athleticism isn't affected in any way negatively, so that's what I was talking about, kind of a a, a big-picture view We want to put on the weight, but we want to put on the right weight at the right places where it doesn't uh, affect his athleticism. And Lowry, as you can see, you you know, Cash, you mentioned the picture that was on Twitter. He is totally bought in. And we have, in the summertime, we have blocks where there's three-week blocks and they go from block one to block two to block three, and it's a progression throughout the summer, you know, Getting ready for camp in September, and he's bought in, which a lot of our young guys have, and and to us, that's exciting because we try to create a, a culture where they're in there. There's a belief system in what our athletic performance people are doing, and then again, it's a, it's a it's a process building them, them up so they can be as good at athletes, professional athletes, as they possibly. Can possibly can be and you know when Chip and our athletic performance staff uh, are putting these programs together for our young players our medical staff is also involved and and, you know Brian Cole and some of the people he works with are involved also and everybody has input in putting this plan together and then it's explained to the athlete and his agent and uh, again so everybody's on the same page and a lot of guys now use their own personal trainers outside, uh, you know, if they're traveling, et cetera, and we want them to be involved. So, again, um, you know, you're not doing one thing when you're at the advocate and, and maybe you're, you know, in Los Angeles for a couple weeks for one reason or another and you're doing something else with your trainer. It goes back to what you mentioned at the very first, cash communication, everybody involved, everybody on the same page, and and that way this process can go step-by-step and we can maximize you know what these athletes are getting out of it
0: absolutely final question for gar Foreman, uh, bulls general manager gar i see that the bulls first preseason game is sunday september 30th i never remember it earlier ever in the years uh, since i've been doing the bulls since 1991 but that means we're probably you know uh two months less than two months away now from that first preseason game tell us if you can uh the schedule do the players get a couple weeks off here, or is, are they really just in the gym every day up until training camp
2: no they they get I, I mentioned those blocks that they go through and so they'll go through training blocks and then have time off and then hit the next training block and have time off and and usually we've got every, you know we we've had great participation anywhere from 8 to 12 guys at a time but once labor day hits everybody's in there they'll get a break you know for a week or two before labor day And then we're gearing up, getting ready, you know, for camp to start. And like you said, you know, playing preseason games the end of September.
0: Fantastic. Hey, Garth, thanks so much for your time uh, this morning. Really appreciate it. And I know Bulls fans are excited. Uh, Congratulations on a great draft and uh, Jabari Parker's uh, free agent signing. So uh, looking forward to seeing you soon.
2: Okay. All right, Cass. We'll look forward to seeing you soon.
0: Thanks, Gar. Appreciate it. Gar Foreman, Bulls General Manager. That's all the time we have for this edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. Dr. Greg Nicholson, thanks so much for for joining us. We had a great time. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. And many thanks, Dr. Greg Nicholson, again, filling in uh, this week. For Dr. Brian Cole. Well, that'll wrap it up. And our producer, Shane Reardon, our coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger. Many thanks to David Cole. That's Brian Cole's father for managing the website, our business operations. Also, Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Coming up next here on 670 The Score, Inside the Clubhouse, that great baseball show featuring Bruce Levine. I'm Steve Cashel. Talk with you again next week for another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly.